Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sindhu, and you're listening to Hidden Health. I'm so excited to kick off Hidden Health Shorts, where Abby and I will be individually presenting about topics more on a brief and smaller scale that are centered in a global health and medical setting. These are not meant to be all-encompassing, nor do they cover the full extent of the topic that we choose to discuss, but can be a way to learn something new, just perhaps from a more service-level standpoint. All right, let's dive into today's topic. Maternal microchimerism. So what is microchimerism? Microchimerism has been defined by multiple sources as the presence of two cell populations that are genetically distinct within one individual. It's actually pretty cool as the name comes from the word chimera, which has mythological origins. For example, for those of you that are mythological fans like myself, in Greek mythology, The chimera is a monster that has body parts from three different animals, a lion's head, a serpent's tail, and the body of a goat. So similarly, having two cell populations that are genetically different from one another, but existing within the same individual, characterizes the concept of microchimerism. One of the most common natural forms of microchimerism can be observed in pregnancy, as cells are exchanged between the mother and the fetus in a process called bidirectional transplacental exchange. Here we observe the trafficking of fetal and maternal cells into one another's circulation. Yet interestingly, it's been discovered so far that more fetal cells enter maternal circulation compared to the maternal cells that are entering fetal circulation. There is still a ton of ongoing research on the implications of microchimerism, for example, with regard to understanding immune tolerance, how the immunity of both the mother and the fetus or infant may be affected, and what the potential benefits and consequences are. There have been, however, studies demonstrating both improved and poor outcomes as a result of this bidirectional flow. So looking at some of these improved outcomes, some studies have suggested that certain fetal cells have stem-like properties, and that allows them to contribute potentially to wound healing in mothers, and helping with the slowing down of aging, perhaps helping with stem cell recovery, and so in a way sort of fighting out some of the negative effects of stem cell loss and damage. That being said, there also have been negative impacts that have been found by several studies um, looking at fetal cells that have been discovered throughout the mother's body following pregnancy up to decades later as well in areas such as the thyroid, the breast, and the brain. For example, there have been fetal cells found frequently in the thyroid tissue and blood of women with Graves' disease, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and cancer compared to healthy control groups, as well as in women with autoimmune diseases such as lupus. And so this sort of points in the direction that perhaps fetal cells could contribute to maternal disease um, and not just promoting maternal health. But interestingly, there's not been much research focusing on whether fetal cells have much of a role if the woman is uh, confronting an autoimmune disease while being pregnant. So in essence, there's still a lot of research and learning to be done in this field with regards to better understanding the implications and dynamics of maternal-fetal microchimerism. I did, however, want to touch really quickly on an example I found particularly interesting that concerns malaria, specifically placental malaria. So placental malaria concerns the buildup of plasmodium-infected 
red blood cells in the placental intervillous space, which has maternal blood. And so with this study, the researchers found that placental malaria had an association with higher levels of maternal microchimeric cells in cord blood uh, during the time that the woman was delivering her baby. And specifically looking at inflammatory placental malaria, that had the highest levels of maternal microchimeric cells. And in the study, the researchers went on to discuss how having maternal microchimeric cells in cord blood could predict an increased likelihood of malaria infection during early childhood. But where it gets interesting is that offspring that are infected with malaria that have maternal microchimeric cells in their cord blood are actually at a lowered risk of developing symptoms or being hospitalized. So in a way, it's like they're being protected from experiencing malarial disease. And this sort of suggests that there could be immune interactions that are going on between the mother and the baby that are influencing susceptibility and risk of experiencing severity of a disease. And so here it looks like having maternal microchimeric cells in cord blood actually has an advantage in endemic settings with malaria. I also really quickly want to note that microchimerism is heavily impacted by a large plethora of factors. And so there's plenty of room for um, more questions to be answered and for research to develop and grow. And a lot of the studies that I will be citing in the description below that I drew a lot of my information from today are really paving the way for future research in this field. And I'm sure that it's going to go a long way in terms of looking at global health implications and how to protect and improve maternal and child health outcomes in many of these areas. And with that, we come to the end of today's segment. I genuinely hope that you found today's topic interesting and perhaps learned something new. I definitely did not dive super deep into the topic, but it is an emerging and new area of maternal health research, and I'm sure we're all excited to see where it goes. As always, you can find sources for today's episode in the description, and we'd actually love to hear any suggestions that you have for our next podcast. You can reach out to us on Instagram at Hidden Health Podcast. Until then, I hope all of you have been taking care of yourselves and staying safe, and we'll see you next time.